Welcome to Infuse Joy, the place online where heart-centered creative minds come together to feel a little more human. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, and I am so happy you're here. All right, guys, we have got to talk about burnout. We've got to. It's maybe my favorite topic, and I'm surprised it's taken me this long to get there with you guys. And here's the thing. I know you've done it. You've fallen in love with something, and you loved it so much that you decided you could make money off of it. So you turned that hobby into a business of some kind, only to find yourself feeling constant frustration and guilt. Then this thing that once brought you so much joy is now the last thing you'd ever want to do. Burnout is the number one killer of our passions, and we should not be taking that lightly. After all, our passions are the reason we wake up in the morning. They are often the fuel we need to get through a hard day. We should cherish them, nourish them, and let them pour back into us. And that's what I want for you. So I've compiled my top five tips for preventing burnout in your business. Take a few minutes, let them sink in, and see what changes you can make today. You are worth it, and your business won't survive without it. So tip number one, start saying no. Now you know this. The knowing isn't really the issue, though, is it? It's the implementation. It's the fear that everyone will think you are difficult or mean or uppity. It's the fear that you'll miss out on an opportunity that could have unlocked the right doors. It's the fear that they won't ask you again. And it begins with working past that fear. So you need to ask yourself, if you were trying to get to the bedroom and you open the door to the bathroom, if that open door gets you to the destination you have in mind, or does it take you to a destination that you weren't trying to reach in the first place? And then repeat after me. It is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. If it is not a hell yes, it's a no. And if every fiber of your being doesn't light up at the thought of doing it, if you can't see how the doors it could open could take you to steps closer to your desired destination, then it is not for you. If you fill all your time with a bunch of things that you half want to do, you're going to not have enough time to do the things that truly satisfy you and that truly build bridges to the places you want to be in the future. Number two is over-communicate with your customers. And I know it sounds counterintuitive to add something to your list, but what you want to do during this time is peace of mind. I mean, what you're trying to achieve, right, is peace of mind. So what your client wants is to feel like they're informed and supported. And if your client feels supported and informed, then you are giving yourself the gift of peace of mind. If you have an inbox filled with requests and you have too much on your plate, The worst thing to do is to just ignore those emails and let them hang in the air for days on end. This will make your client feel like you've abandoned them, and those emails will remain in the back of your head for days or weeks or months until you get around to completing those tasks. The guilt will bleed into every area of your life. You will be eating lunch, and the emails will just be back there, like tapping you on the shoulder, calling you a failure. Instead, what I want you to do is just at the end of every day, if you can't get an email get to an email, shoot them a message, letting them know when you will be getting to them and then schedule that on your calendar. In all of your processes, over communicate, tell them what to expect, prepare them for the emotional reactions that they might have. Let yourself mitigate the potential reactions from them before they ever occur. Be extremely proactive. Number three, under promise and over deliver. 
a lot of times we have the tendency to say what feels better in the moment. Um, so we might want to please someone in that exact moment instead of giving them realistic expectations. What I want you to do instead is switch your approach to setting the tone in advance and then wow them with a better result than they expected. So think about it this way. If you are meeting a friend for lunch and they text you saying they are almost there, but then they show up 20 minutes later and you are going to get frustrated. You're going to keep glancing at the door every time it opens. However, if they text you saying they'll be 30 minutes late, you'll open a book, grab a drink, pull out your phone and respond to emails. You'll be prepared to settle in for a minute. And then when they show up 20 minutes late, it's a pleasant surprise that they got the sooner than you expected. And it's the same with our clients, except you should probably never be 20 minutes late to a client meeting. But if you think you will have those photos edited in two weeks, then prepare your client for three months. That way when the life happens or you get sick or you end up moving more swamped than anticipated and don't get those photos to them until a month later, your late is still early for them. You are more relaxed and they are impressed. Number four. You got to charge enough money. The fastest way to burn out is working full-time hours with part-time pay. We think it makes sense to book as many clients as possible, so we price ourselves at a place that guarantees we will sell our product or services. And I want to encourage you to shift your thinking. Determine what your hourly rate should be and do what you can to get your rates there. If you are just starting out, you may need to start lower and gradually increase your rate over time. But don't get comfortable overworking for minimal wages. This will kill the joy you have for the work you do. And I mean it. Number five, streamline your systems and increase your productivity. I know you feel guilty when you're not working. I get it, but I want to encourage you to stop thinking in terms of hours worked and start thinking about tasks accomplished. Move your focus to being as efficient as possible. Automate as much as you can and adapt habits that support your productivity. Work less and get more done. Work less and get more done. Seeing it from the rooftops, y'all, this is burnout prevention gospel. Work less and get more done. I know you have excuses for why everyone else can work less, but you can't. And I want you to find your most honest and straightforward friend, pass your excuses over to them, and have them shut them down one by one. We can all work less than we are. We just have to get creative, navigate our fears, and learn a few tools to make it happen. So here's the deal, you guys. You are incredible. The work you're doing is incredible. The world needs you functioning and happy and supported. The life you live ripples out into the universe and impacts everything. And I want to support you in that process. I've created a brand new group coaching program designed to walk you through my burnout prevention framework. It's five months of audio tutorials, workbooks, masterclasses, hot seat calls, and full email access to me. We will massage your business, work the kinks out, and leave you and your heart tended to in the process. We begin April 1st and doors are open now. Check out the link in the show notes and join us to change your business and your life. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. It is my absolute joy to create these episodes for you. If you have a friend or a loved one you think could benefit from today's episode, go ahead and send it their way. Change a life today. And as a reminder, taking just a few minutes to leave a rating and review on iTunes will help immensely. 
That's the main way that we get the podcast to new amazing listeners just like you. In the meantime, thank you for being here, and I will see you next week. Thank you.